Well, where are you going, Doc? Well, I'm going to roll with my homies on Lakeshore. Yeah, that's right. That's just where we were going. And if we have some time, we might even get some hoes. And snugger with them and give them a kiss and kiss because they're good girls, even though they're hoes. Turn my mic up. What? I'm a pimp, a pimp, my hoe. She don't even move to I say so. My only purpose in life is give me large. I got my pen working 16 bars. When I'm happy, she happy, sad, she sad. She makes sure we both have. She know I got plenty more ready to replace her. Bitch better have mine. I'm not letting no pen get out of line. You get it? I mean, can you dig it? She committed to me. Please, nigga, for me, my shit's so tight. She leave a nigga for me. I met her in a studio. She caught my eye. She was with a Mac over kicking whack ass rhymes. I needed a pen, so he let me borrow her. Like my shit ain't ill enough to overpower her. I see he wasn't treating her right. I gave her some paper and let her do a thing that night. That's right, I took her from that player. He took a turn with his money and his data. She told me, can he be sick and be so weak? I told him, your hoe chose me, I'm going to be cool. Or we can make the heat come out. Your pen work for me till the ink run out. Player, money talks and bullshit war. Why? Rap is a hustle, yo. Only the strong survive. I was born to rhyme. Put me on the streets and I'm going for mine. Money talks and bullshit war. Rap is a hustle, yo. Only the strong survive. I was born to rhyme. Put me on the street, nigga. Yo. Hi, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your host, Rod, and my beautiful wife. Say what's up to the people, woman. What's up, everybody? Now pull them titties out. <laughs> yes, sir, Massa. <laughs> oh, wait, are you recording? Uh, Alright. Um, I guess let's get right into it. I know you've been a little under the weather lately. Yeah. So we didn't know if we were going to be able to make this podcast this week, but... You decided to go ahead and troop through it like a soldier? Yeah, I, I love my peoples, and I know people have been waiting for one, and I didn't want to keep them waiting. You, I sound sick. You want to sound, you sound better than me. I may give you my cold, baby. I'm sorry. Well, not my cold, my slight case of bronchitis, bronchitis, one of them. I'm not sure which one, but it's in that family. I think it's bronchitis. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and start talking about what we've, you know, things that have happened in the past week. Um, the State of the Union, which I did stay up and watch. I know you went to bed or something. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, couldn't make it. Well, um, it was cool. Uh, he gave a good speech. Um, I don't know exactly what people were expecting from him, but the one I realized a few things while watching it, and the main thing is that it's just silly. Like, why do we even need one? It's so ceremonial and. Nothing really happens. Nothing really takes place during the speech. Anybody who is delivering a focused, organized, thought-out, well-written opinion like he was should be able to articulate it and make it sound reasonably good because there's no rebuttal going on doing it. It's not a debate. No, it's not. So even if it would have been a Republican up there speaking and saying the exact opposite shit, 
it should sound pretty logical to uh, the listener. And I, yeah. I mean, all his ideas sounded pretty good to me. Um, a lot of the stuff he said was were actually what I would consider to be conservative ideas. So he's trying to meet him in the middle, trying to be bipartisan, but it, it just it looked weird because it's the same childish thing that's been going on, you know, forever where half the people stand, half the people sit. And, I, and to me, that's so <clears throat> crazy because it's like you got the mad as hell and the I'm really mad as hell people all in the same building together, and it's just funny to see them all just there and it's. It's almost like the most popular student in the school giving a speech and everybody loves them, they clap, and everybody hates them, they just sit there and stare at them. It was just really weird feeling. Yeah, I didn't, I, I mean, I, I watch them because I like to see what the president has to say, what his goals are going to be for the next year and things like that. But uh, it is disturbing just because, you know, it doesn't matter what, even when it was George Bush, it was weird. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't know, I don't really... Uh, like watching it but I thought I would at least bring it up some people were talking about uh, he went after the Supreme Court a little bit and Judge Alito kind of mouthed disapproval with uh, Barack Obama because he said that their latest ruling was you know ridiculous so I didn't see it as that big a deal all of that shit is just kind of like whatever one thing that was funny is he brought up stopping uh, the lobbyists or unveiling how exactly how much the lobbyists have been given to people and opening people's books. Yeah. And both sides seem to hesitate on that one. Like, uh, it yeah. wasn't just Everybody, the Everybody's problems. making money. They're giving money to both sides. When it comes to that, they might give one person a few thousand more than the other, but at the end of the day, they're paying both parties. Yeah, they bought and paid for all their influence up front. So, these companies aren't about to lose out to uh, to the American people and, and our votes, they're actually going to influence politics no matter what we care want or what yeah. we care about. So I don't know. I'm kind of depressed politically right now. I'm not really feeling too uh, hopeful. Um, not because of Barack Obama. I didn't pin all my hopes on him being some magical person. I just thought that maybe the country could kind of get behind a few initiatives that everyone kind of likes. Especially being that we're in a financial uh, crisis right now, but it seems like people just weren't willing to do it. And on top of that, in general, we have such a short-term memory as a country, you know, because you have these, um, what you call those people, the um, people who do the economists saying that, you know, the economy's doing better, the economy's doing better, and you got the stocks going up, so everybody's just assuming the economy's doing better. And you see how people losing their jobs and things yeah. like that. What happened to all this anger? Did it just disappear because somebody with a degree says the uh, economy's doing better? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, and then uh, the other thing is, uh, the one main thing I got from is he's talking about repealing don't ask, don't tell. And I do like that idea, but I have no idea what that really will affect you know that's true <clears throat> uh because they call it like well it's gonna let gays in the military well you could be in you just couldn't say you couldn't declare it i mean it was kind of like discrimination for no point you know um it's probably going to end a lot of people's way out of the military because i know if they told me i gotta go to iraq i'd be like well you know i'm gay and see if they would <laughs> kick me out 
But, yeah, uh, she would be flaming right on at the front door, son. Yeah, and I don't know what they're going to call it now. Is it going to be ask and tell or show and tell? Or, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Come and see. Speaking of uh, gay, uh, the Grammys came on Sunday. <laughs> and uh, Yes. I, I was flipping back and forth between that uh, and some NBA games. I didn't watch the Pro Bowl at all, but me either. A lot of people did apparently from the ratings, and that's disgusting. You guys are fucking crackheads with the NFL. I love the NFL. I didn't watch a second of the Pro no, Bowl. No, Pro Bowl was a joke, man. Because the most of the people that you really wanted to see either was in the Super Bowl yeah. or either they was like, "I'm not wasting my time coming down there." Yeah, why don't you go out to a local park and watch kids? play or something yeah if you want to support a um, meaningless game yes. watch the five department play the police department <laughs> yeah. or something. i mean that's that's about as fun as that was yeah it was meaningless anyway so at the grammys i didn't notice too much i mean the black eyed peas were formed and they were looking oh, like anime gosh. characters they looked like they were straight dipped in glitter yeah i, I was and too grown to be dipped in glitter i was waiting on fergie to turn into a super saiyan or some shit <laughs> Cause the way that outfits were and oh the, the whole all that, they they straight hijacked Missy Elliott's uh, whole steez, uh with the outfits. So I, I think Patrice C noticed that on Twitter, and I agree completely. They straight up stole Missy Elliott's whole fashion design. Wow. Um, they were terrible. Yes, um, they were. I was really disappointed with Taylor Swift. I've never heard her live before. I haven't either. Um. But during the Grammy, she performed live, and it was horrible. It was horrible. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen. I must have sleep doing that. <clears throat> I don't know how people... I feel... I think that uh, white people owe everybody apology because they hyped that chick up because... I think they hyped her up because Kanye West came out and embarrassed her on national TV. Yeah. But you know what? Kanye was right. She don't deserve. She don't deserve to win a, a lottery over Beyonce. She she don't deserve to win anything, like not even tic tac toe over Beyonce. She's she's not. That, she can't sing. No, not Dungeons and Dragons. Not shoots and ladders. Not a game not of tabooing. No, she she is horrible. She can't sing. It was embarrassing. I I really don't know how you can call yourself a fan of her. After that shit, maybe she has some other stuff that I'm just I haven't heard because I'm not a fan of that kind of music. But the stuff she was talking about uh, with Stevie Nicks or uh, singing about with Stevie Nicks was flat. Her her key was off. It was it was horrendous. <clears throat> uh, like she must be one of those chicks that people support because they're hot. Kind of like yeah. uh, like I like Sarah Silverman, but. No one can mention how funny she is without saying how hot she is. And she's okay. She's not super duper hot. She's just hot for a comedian. But, like, Taylor Swift must be like that for music where yeah. dudes are like, I'm a fan of hers. But what they really mean is, I'm a fan of hers because she's real hot. And I let the talentlessness slide by. Yeah. But, uh, then, um, the other thing I noticed was, uh, they performed the, the Earth song. Michael Jackson's song, the tribute. Okay. Yeah, Usher and Celine yeah. Dion. Um, that was kind of weird because it's an Earth song is about like 
the environment and conserving uh, <laughs> stuff. Meanwhile, you got these four mega superstars who probably flew there on their private jets <laughs> individually. <laughs> and everybody's watching on 3D glasses oh. that they're probably going to keep. They're probably not even recycling that shit. No. Um, it was just re- so over the top and ridiculous. I like the BET tribute to Michael Jackson more than that shit. And neither one of them were great, but I'd rather take people that actually seem that like they were fans. Just because you put some 3D shit up doesn't mean that it's better or yeah, whatever. So, I don't know. I didn't like those dudes at all. I thought it was kind of whack. Um, then they brought his kids out to accept the award. And his kids could have... I don't even know if they were his kids. They could have just really went in the audience. <laughs> And pulled out like two regular ass white kids, and nobody in the world would know. No one knows. I know I wouldn't. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know blanket and peanuts. I, I mean, if that's yeah. their names, I'm sorry, I wouldn't know. It's really ironic because I think I would be able to recognize them if they actually did have the mask that he used to make them wear when they were little. <laughs> Say that again. So if they would actually had those masks on, I probably been like, oh shit, that's blanket, but. Because they didn't have masks on, they look like two regular ass white kids. I, I don't know. I don't think I, if those are Michael Jackson's kids, it's, uh, it's not by heredity. It's not by genetics. Put it like that. <laughs> they definitely his genes didn't turn white just because he got skin bleach. So no, them were some regular ass white kids. So I, I don't know about that shit. Joe Jackson might be putting a hustle on everybody. <laughs> when got two regular white kids <laughs> and my mom stage yeah. yeah it got two two stage uh, hands or something um alright the other thing is we got some local news have you heard about this stuff with the uh, Charlotte Mecklenburg police and this dude Marcus Jackson Marcus no? Jackson alright well I listen to WBT sometimes that's a conservative uh, radio station in Charlotte mm-hmm. and um they're talking about this cop who basically was pulling women over and oh that dude yeah yeah he was molesting them filling on them and shit yeah and he got in trouble and now some more stuff has surfaced where it's looking like he was like he he was behind he was following another police car on a call to go uh, back up a police officer okay they drove they were driving real fast to go back up the guy ran into a taxi um, like he was in his own squad car. He was following another squad car. Okay. That squad car ran into a taxi. Oh. Yeah. And and so he had to file the accident report. He he forged it where he said they were doing 45 and a 35 when they were really doing something like 65 and a 35. Oh. And he went back and tried to change it and he kind of got in trouble for that but he didn't get suspended. But because later on he was caught molesting all these females, it's a big deal because everybody's like, why was he suspended when he did that? You know, mm-hmm. let me read some of the story. The black eye on the man and woman in on the men and women in blue grows each day. It seems ex CMPD officer Marcus Jackson indicted on four more charges on behalf of four women. And those uh, add those to the laundry list of charges he was indicted on last week. Mayor Anthony Fox says, I believe the police chief and the city manager have done an inordinate, inordinate, inordinately good job letting the public know the facts. 
But despite what appears to be growing evidence against the disgraced officer, city council voted 7-3 to not even discuss releasing this personnel file. Um, the thing is, a lot of these conservatives want his personnel file yeah. released. I don't think they should. Yeah, and uh, well, I don't. I don't know if they should or shouldn't. But um, what what I find highly ironic about this is one is conservatives that are calling for this guy's record, and what they didn't. Uh, they're always the ones who are on the side of the police. Yeah. Now, um, I think race is playing a part in this of locally course. because they are. I've been listening to the radio and. They've been bringing up his race. And I really don't think his race has anything to do with the whole discussion. Nope. But they keep bringing it up. So I think it's fair play to say race is involved in this somehow. Now, the things they're trying to say is like the police department is protecting him because of his race. We just got recently got a new black commissioner. I mean, police chief. And they're trying to attack his credibility. Yeah. Acting like he's protecting this dude because he's black or something. And yeah, we just got a black mayor. Yeah, so um, there's a lot of animosity in Charlotte right now, I think, from conservatives who are like, there's a lot of these black people in charge, and the only reason they're not releasing this man's personal information, personnel file, is because it would uh, they want to protect the black man, and I think mm-hmm. that's not it. I think, no, that has nothing to do with it, because it kind of makes me upset, because the public wants to know... But yet, when they reveal the information, they turn around and get angry at them. Well, we're informing you because we want you to know, but yet you turn around and get angry at us when you're informed. It's like, do you want to be informed or not with the facts so that you can know that we're trying to discipline our officers. We're trying to, you know, take care of What do you, mean? What do you mean the public gets angry? Like the public get angry. Like, like so they, want, they want records. They want all this stuff. They angry and now they're, you know, they're talking about police brutality and all this stuff from what he, from what he oh, okay here, here's what what I'm saying though they, these are the same people that when Skip Gates was mistrustful of an officer pulling up to his house and and back talked him and got arrested they were like you just trust what the officer says if the officer put it in his report then that's what happened and Barack Obama is Questioning this good police officer and uh-huh. saying that they may have acted stupidly, but he didn't even know all the facts, right? And whenever some black dude gets shot uh, in a questionable circumstance, it's always officers have a tough job. You got to trust the police. Why are you always trying to question the police? Al Sharpton don't need to be involved in this shit. So finally, in a weird way, it's like the shoe is on the other foot because. I heard people talking about, if my daughter's about to get pulled over by a police officer, I tell her, you just keep driving all the way to my house, and I'll come out, and I'll take care of it. Like, just ridiculousness. Like, they went 180 because, for the first time, it's a black police officer acting a damn fool against people that could be them, you know? That's true. And it's funny how they lacked empathy when it was somebody somebody that they couldn't see themselves identifying with. But yet, once it became, hey, this could happen to my daughter, this could happen to my wife, they want the dude's whole record uh, put out there, exposed for everyone, regardless of the consequences. Because if you do reveal a police officer's record like that, it is quite possible that those same records could lead to cases being dropped, it could lead to, you know, things being reopened, 
criminals being let back out on the street. You don't know what he was being involved in. So, I mean, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Yeah, I, I just wish they were consistent because I do think they should be consistent. Yeah, and if, and if you haven't did this before, don't make this a precedent case. Right. We should question Anytime someone says, hey, this police officer may or may not be dirty, we should at least look into it. We should never just say, well, he's a police officer, man. Just what are you bitching about? Like, I I think with these dudes uh, wanting this record exposed, I have no problem with that. If they actually want to uh, uh, find out what why he wasn't suspended before, I have no problem with that. But next time... Some black dude gets shot 15 times pulling out of a fucking... I want to see this uh, thing rage. Yeah, he's pulling up to his birthday party and gets shot trying to pull out his wallet. I want to see people say, let's look at this dude's record. What happened? Um, and I don't think it should be about whether they're white or black. Either. It's the standard. The That's standard right. should always be... The same. Something happened here. Let's look into it. Right. Police need to have the public confidence. That's right. And it doesn't matter what the race is. So, nope. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just think it's, it's very uh, convenient for them to take this side because it's actually affecting Charlotte and their local people. It's like they couldn't see the principle of it until it happened to them. Until they can see it happening to them. So, anyway, that that's it for that story. Um, let's move on. Um, my cousin today, uh, Anthony Morrow, who plays for the Golden State Warriors, he got some good news. Um, let me read this. Guard Anthony Morrow got word Tuesday he has been added to the second-year players team in the rookie challenge at the All-Star break next weekend, replacing Derrick Rose. Morrow, the league leader in three-point field goal percentage last season, hopes to be selected to participate in the three-point shootout when the field is announced Wednesday. So, yeah, Anthony, uh, on Twitter, he's at Black Boy Pacino. It's it's spelled out ghetto. It's like Black B-O-I Pacino, like the actor. Uh, so, um, anyway, man, props, Anthony, man. Yeah, we so love So proud him. of you. Um, he, during the preseason game on TNT that they played outdoors, he challenged Reggie Miller to a shooting contest. So, hopefully they get to do that, too. That'd be um, fun to watch. But, uh, I, I mean, I think he can win the three-point shooting contest. Um, I think, I mean, his knee's a little banged up, but if he's healthy by then, which he should be, uh, I, I think he's going to really have a good time at All-Star Weekend. I can't believe my cousin's involved in the freaking All-Star activities. That is crazy, man. That is crazy. I remember I'm when he excited. was... excited. Yeah, I remember when he was like, we was playing with him at the cookout. I remember <laughs> that shit. So. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, anyway, uh, another good story involving the NBA. Bob Johnson is about to sell the Bobcats. So I'm going to read this story too. Um, It's no secret that the Charlotte Bobcats owner Robert Johnson, I don't know why they call him Robert Johnson, he always goes by Bob, anyway, have been trying to sell his franchise and multiple league sources have told ESPN.com that he should get his wish by March. Former Houston Rockets President CEO George Postolos, I guess that's how you pronounce that, Postolos? Postolos? That's close enough to me. You say Pistolos, I say Pistolos. Yes. 
uh, whose first attempt to purchase a team, according to the Charlotte Observer, fell apart last summer, has made a new offer to the Bobcast president. Offer that Bobcast president Michael Jordan has until the end of February to match, according to sources. League officials in New York, when asked about the state of the Bobcast sale, declined to comment. Of course. Um, Jordan negotiated a, right of, negotiated a right of first refusal after Johnson made it clear he intended to sell the team, according to a team source. But it was not immediately known whether the group of investors Jordan has assembled has the wherewithal or the inclination to match Postolo's offer. One source close to the situation, not Mike the situation, but ESPN, this situation. <laughs> not Mike's situation. Yeah. Said Postolos does not plan to retain Jordan or his staff if he is successful with his bid. So, so I'm a little, I'm a little bit twisted about this story. On the one hand, I wouldn't mind having a new owner, but I'm, I don't want the team to move. I don't no. know this Postolos dude. I don't know much about him. Yeah. Um, I would not want him to just be like, all right, well, got a team. Let's go to St. Louis or you know yeah. Newport. So that's part of the problem. The other thing is. I kind of don't mind Michael Jordan being the owner. I I just don't want him to be the GM. And that's true. Like, I don't he mind the moves. He makes bad GM decisions, yeah. yeah well, he makes bad draft picks. He makes okay. good. He's okay. been making good trades for the last two or three years. Okay. Probably because of Larry Brown. Yes. But the fucking, he makes the worst, the worst draft picks. And I... I think he's a terrible, it's like a joke of a GM. Everyone laughs mm-hmm. at him. But I think he would be a cool-ass owner. Yes, that's a role for him. All he wants to do is jet set and pimp on these white women. Yeah. And uh, be partying everywhere. And do I don't that. mind that for an owner. Mm-hmm. You can, nothing better than having a cool-ass owner. Nothing worse than having a cool-ass GM. You know, because a cool ass yeah. dude don't never take his job that serious. No, he don't. And I like I need a I, I don't mind an owner that's like, hey dog, I'm just you do the operations. I'm just gonna show up for my luxury suite on game days. Yep. I'm gonna come holler at the team, see what the uh, Bobcats cheerleaders looking like. Probably uh, pull up a couple of white girls, give me some blow, and I'm out. Like I don't mind that. That's cool with me. Too. What I what I don't want is. So, who are we drafting? Let me go check with Mike. Oh, he's not in this office again. Or, hey, here's a picture of Michael in Barbados dancing with Charles Oakley and two white women. And that could be half his fucking age. But <laughs> we still don't know if uh, that trade is being reached. Or we still don't know who we're picking. So, I don't like that aspect of Michael Jordan. No. Um, and, of course, the best case scenario is this dude is... Um, Plus, the other thing is if we lose Jordan, we probably lose Larry Brown. Because Larry Brown is here almost as a favor to Jordan because he has family in Charlotte, in North Carolina and Charlotte. But he's almost here out of the North Carolina connection. Yeah. And he hasn't been talking about leaving or retiring, mm-hmm. which is different for Larry Brown. Normally, after two or three years, he's like, okay, so oh, we no. need to wrap this up. Um, so I really... Don't want to lose Larry Brown. He's no, the best thing that's ever happened to this team. Yes, he is. And I don't think another coach could come in and coach these guys up the way that Larry mm-hmm. Brown did. No. So I'm hoping that you this know, guy does not get now. the team and Jordan does and he keeps it in Charlotte. Because uh, one thing about Jordan is he's a little too lazy to move a team. So I think he would stay in Charlotte if he did get the team. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, so that was... 
that's how I feel about that. I listen to my man Julio in NY, uh, his podcast, Julio in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I follow him on Twitter. He's a funny dude. Uh, we talk politics a lot. We always end up with these weird, abstract-ass conversations <laughs> that have solutions that could never, ever be done. Uh, kind of like what me and Derek do. We end up saying shit like, well, yeah, I guess if you uh, if you kill all the poor people, then I guess that would make taxes lower. You know, like... <laughs> shit where it's just like no no one's gonna do the shit that we just thought of man. no so um you know uh like julio he's, he's like talks about libertarianism and shit and you know we talked about like well who would put out the fires and you know libertarians believe basically there should be a small government private enterprise to take care of everything and i think well there are certain things that you can't extend libertarianism to because if there's a fire, you need a fire department or something controlled by the state that that doesn't have a profit motive to, yeah, to you know, do it. They can't be like, oh, man, we got a call from a poor neighborhood. Let that shit burn down. down. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. I ain't trying to get shot put in a fire. I was listening to this podcast two weeks ago, and it was so depressing, man. Uh, it was my first time listening to it. It was like he's in New York, and he's just recording with like a hand recorder. Okay. And you can hear like the train and like him walking to and from work, coming in the house. Like that's kind of cool. It's kind of weird. Well, it's kind of cool. It's like you're walking okay. along with him. Uh, and it's like you're in New York with him. And I've never been to New York, but it, I guess it sounds like New York through the through the podcast. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about comic books and stuff. But um, well, actually, that was this week. Last week though, he was just talking about. Like his job and his wife going back to school and what it's like to not have money. And I was like, man, you are fucking depressing me, Julio. What the fuck? I, I tuned in for some comedy. Get with the jokes, nigga. Like, ha, ha, ha. no crying. That's like you go to a Chappelle concert and he's like, man, I'm thinking about quitting. These frat boys don't get my jokes. Oh, why, why, why? I'm not here. Pull out the gun. <clears throat> so, anyway, he, he redeemed himself this week. He had a... Yeah, a lot of shit about like comic books and stuff like that, and I'm into comic books, so uh, or I was heavily into them. Yeah. So I I actually remember some of the shit he talked about. And I was like, oh man, I remember that, and I read those recently, so uh, that was kind of cool. So just giving him a shout out because he gave me a shout out on his podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, that shit was funny. Um, another thing, uh, speaking of porn, um. I'm on to these porn download sites, tricks, like Mega Upload and Rapid Share and uh, Mega Porn. Like, what they do is, for free, you can download some shit, but if it's too big, they'll wait till you get, like, 90% done and then just stop. Oh. Yeah. And you can't use 90% of a file. It's either all or nothing. That's right. So then you go back and you try to re-download it and it's like, um... You have to uh, get the premium, so. Oh, they won't charge you for that, then, don't they? Yeah, so um, I know, mm-hmm. I know that, that that's a hustle. Mm-hmm. And I'm on to y'all, and I, you know, I'm not, I, I, I'm patient. I got all day. I don't have anything to do, so I just keep waiting, and I keep, I just wait till the download finish. One of these, one out of ten times it'll finish, and that's the time I'm gonna get it for free. So, ha ha, jokes on you, porn sites. Anyway, um, it made me start thinking, though, how as you get older, 
the best part about being older is that you get to have what I like to call masturbatory standards. Like, <laughs> right? you can have, like, when you're a kid, and uh, this is more for boys and girls, I guess, but when you're a kid and you, you know, you want to jack off or something, you got to wait for your mom to, like, do something or your parents to, like, we're going to the store real quick and you, like, time it in your head, like, I got 10 minutes. Or, you know, <laughs> the countdown. Like, yeah, you call them when they have, hey, y'all, y'all, I need, I need some deodorant. How y'all in the store? Y'all on the way back? How much time I got? You know, the clock is ticking. Clock is ticking. Uh, you know, there's no more like trips to the bathroom or whatever. Do it in secret. Ain't you no can, more of that. Mm-mm, you can do it out in the open now. Yeah, you can just do it all. You can be like, I'm taking a day off work, or you can be like, you know, it's ten o'clock, penis. You ain't going nowhere. It's just me and you. <laughs> me and you. All night long. Scream if you want. Nobody gonna hear you. Yeah, nobody's gonna hear a sound. <laughs> Let me def- and then, you know, you got like a TV. You can like get you a HD 52-inch TV oh, and put it on there. And about. Get your up-convert DVD player. And, yeah, you uh, gonna do it. Do it right. Spend your money in it. Yeah, like when you're a kid, it's just like, oh, here's a Victoria's Secret uh, catalog or... Uh, here's a half a page from the Sears flyer, you know, like here's a hustler magazine. Yeah. Oh, I'll just use my memory. Uh, what did them titties feel like? I can't remember. <laughs> feel like sand. Um. So I just I don't know. I was talking about some some people on Twitter about that, and I thought that was funny. Um, I know people are probably gonna have comments about this, but I think community is much better than Modern Family. Um, Modern Family is like The Office. But um, in houses, a community reminds me of Arrested Development, and I think I see happening to community what happened to Arrested Development, where everyone says it's funny, and everyone pretends to appreciate it, but I don't think anybody's really watching this shit, and what's going to happen... all these awards and stuff, and then it's going to be off the air, and I hate to see shows like that, because I loved it. I was hurt when Arrested Development went off the air. Because the characters had started developing, I had really got caught into it for you to go, hey, you won these awards, all right, now we're cutting you off there. Yeah, and most people, what's going to happen with them is they're going to come back and they're going to be like, yeah, man, uh, I was all up in the community. I can't believe it got canceled. And the truth is, no, you weren't. Because mm-hmm. just like Arrested Development, everybody swears they were into it. But you know what? If you would have been watching the shit when it got canceled. Say that again. So don't give me that bull. Just tell me I don't watch it. I like the little silly ass modern family jokes that are just like familiar and remind me of The Office. And I don't have to think. I don't have to do any recall. Uh, you know, there's no real... Uh, major plot lines it's almost like they refresh the episode every every week so at least in the community it's like shit that happened in the first episode affects shit that happened in the last one so i don't know the writing is much better the talking is so much more wittier the jokes are quicker yeah, and they, they don't are. slow down for anybody there's no there's exchanges on there yes there's exchanges on community that are just so much more like I almost had to rewind it because, like, that was so funny, and I know I was laughing through a couple of extra jokes. So, okay. um, anyway, I like it better. Uh, people probably will get mad about that. Anyway, um, movies, I saw The Constant Gardener. Everyone told me it was boring. Everybody says they do not like it. Um, it takes too long to develop. Um, but I watched it. 
I watched the whole thing. I loved it. I thought it was great. It was nuanced. It yeah, was, was that that one we seen with the, the at the beginning? Um, him and that lady, and they go to Africa. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, didn't watch all no, of them. No, it moved too slow, and yeah. I wasn't feeling good either. Yeah, so, but I I loved it. Um, okay. It's actually by the director of one of my favorite movies, uh, City of God. Um, and I, his name is Fernando Marielles. And I don't think people really know that he made that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a little bit choppy because there were some cuts where they were trying to show the environment of Africa and the music and the and the way they were editing it didn't really fit with the pace of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like they almost inserted that to speed the movie up where it's like, okay. look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this person, look at these kids. And then, oh, but then okay. it got back to the slow kind of story. But I like that slow building story because it was done so well. Okay. And there were a lot of hints at, you know, was his wife cheating on him? Mm. You know, what, what? how did she get killed? Why did she get killed? Mm-hmm. Um, it was rated R without being too graphic, mm-hmm. being too violent, but they did it had elements of violence in the story where you were like oh okay this woman got murdered or this dude got you know mutilated things like that so i liked it i mean i understand if you don't want to check it out i'm not putting it on anybody uh i just liked it a lot it wasn't as good as city of god but it was a quality story um two movies that look like shit though and i can't stop seeing these previews have you seen the previews for cop out with Tracy Morgan and Bruce Willis. That looks horrible. I will not. They will not steal my ten dollars for that. Well, they will probably get our money because we did go see that German movie with Tracy Morgan as the voice. Oh, we did go see that I German think, movie. Didn't I don't know what it is about Tracy Morgan. I, he lowers us in every time. I have to support me. him. I know he's crazy. Oh, that's gonna be terrible. And I, I'm not sure how much acting he's doing on the set, but I just can't stop listening support to that <laughs> I just think he's funny, but I know that movie's going to suck, and I'm still yes, probably going to end up seeing it either on DVD or something, but I'm yeah. probably going to see that bullshit, and I'm going to be mad at myself when I walk in the theater, and I'm going to be mad when I walk out. But, oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, and and then the one I will, I will not see, From Paris with Love, with uh, John Travolta basically imitating a black man. Well, he cut off his hair. He's bald-headed. He's got a goatee. He's running around with He's running oh, around. with them guns. Yeah. <laughs> doing, all the, doing all the cliche, like, uh, bullet action yeah, no. scenes and saying nice a bunch mix. of, he says a bunch of corny ass lines. It's like, you know, like, we're going to do it my way. We're not doing this at all. Nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't get the whole Kareem Abdul-Jabbar look. I, fuck that. I'm not, I don't know what's going on with that dude, but I'm not going to see that movie. No. Um. Anyway, uh, let's get into some sports before we get out of here. Oh, we remember we seen what you call it? Um, that magician movie over the week. Oh, the Prestige. Yeah. Oh, that's, that, that was, was fucking great. Excellent. Y'all should all check out the Prestige. Yes. It's by Christopher Nolan. By the way, more people need to follow directors. Don't follow actors. Actors can like John Travolta can be in a Quentin Tarantino movie which is brilliant mm-hmm. and turn around and be in From Paris with Love which is going to be shit so stop following the actors follow the directors many times the directors are the ones who make the movie yeah um uh my man Travis uh 
we talked about we had like a little text conversation about who are the best of current directors out of our generation mm-hmm. not counting people who made movies like before like 1979 and we had a good conversation I think more people need to do that because you'll start finding out like man Christopher Nolan has a track record of Batman Begins uh, Memento uh, the the second Batman, The Dark Knight, The Prestige. I mean, yeah, the Prestige anything he puts though. out, and he's putting out this new movie with Leonardo DiCaprio um, that I want to go see. So um, it's called Inception. So anyway, that's besides the point. Follow directors. Stop getting on actors' dicks. Act, you can act the shit out of something, but if it's a bad movie, it's still a bad movie. Say that again. Um. So. Uh, yeah, Prestige was excellent. Yes, it was. Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale. Please go see they it, They killed it. it Check that great. out. Rent that. Netflix that is dope. Um, all right, sports. Um, we had a little debate on the email about uh, NBA, like the top five of our lifetime or of all time and things. And I, I think it's very pretentious when people bring up players that they've never seen play. Okay. It fucking bothers me to no end because you're just going off of either stats or what your daddy said or yeah. some old ass archive footage that you saw once where Oscar Robertson was backing down a dude that bags groceries or a dude that's also a full time accountant. Yeah, so it's not like you never wait. like for me, for my generation, I, I can only speak for me. I can say I seen Michael Jordan. I can say I seen Larry Bird. Once you get past the eighties. And you start talking about the 70s and the 70s. I don't know anything about them dudes. So yeah. I wouldn't even bring them up in a debate. All you're doing is either bringing up someone else's account of it or you're or you're making shit up. I only go off of what I've seen. So when people start talking about who was the best, I don't say shit like Wilt was the best. Bill Russell was the best. I don't fucking know. I never. I really that. don't know. And I also don't really care. That's for my dad to have that debate. That's for your granddad to have that debate. Yeah. Stop bringing the shit up to me because if you compare fucking uh, LeBron eight, James yeah. to Oscar Robertson one more damn time, it's going to piss me off. It's ridiculous. I, I watched a little bit of Oscar Robertson in black and white backing down Larry the Accountant Jones and Steve <laughs> the Taxidermist. Like uh, playing Bob against, the yeah, playing against the Rhode Island Bandits or some shit. I dude, that is not. I don't know if he could do that today or not. But all I know is to stop bringing up that whack ass. It was a triple double in 1925. Like I don't care. I don't care, dude. Stop. Anyway, um, um. Also, Dwight Freeney's ankle needs its own TV station or at least its own show on TV because. Every time I cut on ESPN, that's all they're talking about. Yes. Uh, what uh, is anyone else on the team? Is is I no, thought it was just him and his ankle. They I thought Peyton Manning won the MVP. Nope, his ankle did. Yeah, apparently so, man. I, I mean, I don't know how much effect it's gonna have, but is can I, can somebody please go fuck a prostitute and go to jail? Or something so we have something else to talk about besides this dude's ankle. Just we need a real scandal at the Super Bowl or. Somebody to sell a book, come out and admit they was on steroids. Nothing else to talk about. That's sad. Come on, Sunday, come on. Yeah, seriously. All right. Two more stories. We're out of here. Um, There's a witch doctor in Charlotte. Yeah. You heard about about this this crazy lady? All right, let me read this. 
Charlotte, NC. Police have released surveillance photos of a woman who they call a witch doctor who allegedly swindled people out of thousands of dollars and then vanished. Police say the woman who called herself Brenda Gonzalez claimed to be a spiritual healer and advised to a Charlotte-based Spanish-language radio station. Juan Martinez told News Channel 36 he sought Gonzalez's help but ended up losing $900. Damn, dog. I was feeling that something was wrong with me. I be- yeah, something is wrong with you. I believe that in our culture that a- there are people who can fix us when something goes wrong, Martinez said. Gonzalez is also accused of stealing more than $20,000 from at least four victims. Oh. The radio station says they lost money, too, when the woman disappeared and they have since pulled the ads. Um. Wow. You know what? Don't feel sorry for anybody. Don't feel sorry for anybody. The fool and the money and soon party, and yeah, if you want to let she suck at y'all. Yeah, you watch the ring or some shit, and now you want to go give all your money to some witch doctor, or some psychic or some shit. Too bad. So on you. I just think it's fucking preposterous because. All that money could have went to Haiti. You know what I'm saying? Like, Say that again. I'm sure that if you were just giving the shit away, you know, I mean, it's your money to yeah, spend. But but you giving it to charity. You just giving it. You just giving it to um Brenda Gonzalez. Uh, Who's not? That's not even probably not even her real name. Yeah. I actually, I probably shouldn't even say this because she might put a hex on us. I'm not worried about her. She's a witch doctor. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, man. So call Crown Stoppers. Anyway. And the last thing is, the first lady of South Carolina, Jenny Sanford, uh, the wife of Mark Sanford, she talks about how her husband has a had an affair on her, you know, you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? The one that fell in love, he met his soulmate oh, down in Argentina. The one that took the hike in the mountains. Yeah. Yeah, he had to go to... Yeah, yeah, he tried to go down to like art. He like ditched the security crew and went down to Argentina or some shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <clears throat> here's a little story about her. South Carolina First Lady says her wedding was a leap of faith because Governor Mark Sanford, who famously cheated on her with a woman he described as his soulmate, did not want to include a vow of fidelity in their marriage ceremony. Which basically means when it's like, hey, you, you promised to just only fuck each other. He was like, eh, man, can we just take that part out? You know, you know, pimping got to be pimping, dog. Can't just put all these, can't put all these rules on me and shit, baby. Can't you see I love you? Ain't that enough? So, uh. I'm here, ain't I? Yeah. Jenny Sanford also tells ABC Barbara Walters is in an interview airing Friday Tells ABC's Barbara Walters in an interview airing Friday on 2020 that the final blow to the marriage was the publication of racy emails between Sanford and his Argentine mistress. The, sh- the final blow. The final blow. That, I think it the final blow. Going in that going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I got a few blows after that. Um, but I think the final blow should have been uh, as soon as she found out this nigga was leaving the country. Say that again. Unannounced. To go hiking this oh, shit. Oh, Father's Day. Come on, dog. Yeah, I think he was blaming it on God, too. Like, I need to go be with God in the woods. And then as soon as they well, turned around. The running bush? What's going on here? <laughs> he came down from the mountain with two tablets. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I man. It was, that was ridiculous. Um, not having a vow of faithfulness bothered me to some extent, but we were very young and we were in love. I questioned it, but I got past it. Well, he didn't. No. That was actually the most important part to him. Say that again. So, uh, anyway, uh, I don't feel like reading the rest of this. The chick got cheated on her. Cheated on. Um, 
It sounds like to her she she was trying to work the relationship out, but the embarrassment was more than than the affair. Yeah, it's almost like, and honestly, who knows if this was his first affair or not? I just think a lot of women are just content as long as it don't come out in public and embarrass me and the family. I don't care what you do, and who knows what kind of arrangement they have made privately. People don't want to admit yeah. that, but you know, she be like, well, I don't care what you do when it hits the paper. I'm gone. Yep. You know. I, that's probably exactly what happened. Anytime you have an arrangement. And I uh, think it sounds like. And you're in that public life. Yeah. I mean, maybe she was like, you can fuck people, but just, you know, keep it on the low. And this one, they blew up the spot. So, I don't know. I think the moral of the story is uh, make sure you check your marriage certificate and see if you got that clause in there. You better. Because I took it out of ours. All right. You what? Yeah. I still love you though. Uh huh, I love you. You ain't got to worry about me using it, okay? Uh huh. I don't have no frequent five miles left. Uh huh. You ain't got no Avis miles either? Uh, yes, I still got some of those. Uh huh. Miss Jasmine, holler at me. Well, just know when you go by the local Avis, if it's up in flames, you know I beat you there. Uh <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I don't like that look, crazy eyes. No. All right. I love you. I love you too, baby. You ain't gotta worry about me doing no Mark Sanford. I thank you, me either. Alright, we out. Damn, damn. You see what kind of flavor I want? Mm. Do I want vanilla? Or do I want to taste the chocolate? Nah. I want something different. I want something slamming. What's the slamminess flavor out this one? Let's see. Yo, Black. What flavor you? Listen, for a second, I reckon I got you double checking. Then again, when to your needs did I beckon? Hold me only if you wanna get naked. Play before the crowd only if you wanna wreck it. The name is stress, like silk, I get slick. Drop rhymes like a bass head, big flicks. Constantly. Yes, it's me, D R E S. So yes, I guess unless you're fast, you can get down to serious business with this. I never boned a honey that I didn't like. I never saw a mile that I couldn't hike. I never had a spliff to make me choke. I never had a pocket that was broke. Hate no one but love only a few. Franklin Grant and yeah, mom too. I run buck wild for supper with the crew, but then again, <laughs> I thought you knew. Now I hear a voice. Is it what you want? I hope it is, kid. You're the flavor of the month. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. Somebody said you had it going on. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. Hurry up and get a scoop before it's gone. Go.